right. So Kelly, let me just give a rundown of what happened last week, which is leading into a really interesting conversation about DEI with inside companies. So last week on Capitol Hill, uh, the presidents of Penn, MIT, and Harvard were getting drilled about hate speech uh, on campus. And people should check it out. We can link uh, a couple of the clips in the show notes. But it has led to further conversations about DEI in the workplace. Zach Weinberg, who is the founder of Flatiron Health, called for the entire elimination of DEI. Bill Ackman, who's, who's definitely been really loud on this topic, has been talking a lot about meritocracy and meritocracy should be the first principle. My question to you is, yeah. do you feel like the DEI movement inside of companies is causing more harm than it is good? I don't know the answer to that. I, I don't know that I can give that a yes or no, Nolan. But let's let's have a conversation about it. So let's let's talk about why, right? Why did this movement start? And I do think it was for the right reasons. I do think it was for the right intentions. Um, and it's not just with DEI and, and tech corporations, right? It's it's with everything. It's with Title IX. It's with, I mean, the, these intentions are correct. Is equality in the workplace for all and giving that, you know, giving giving opportunities for that equality. That was the intention. That being said, right, just like anything, I believe, it can become like a game of telephone where sometimes it's not implemented correctly. Sometimes it's not teed up in a way that like correctly communicates those intentions and it goes sideways or becomes misunderstood. Um, and so I think it's become muddled. I really do. And the world events the last three, four years have not helped with that. Um, it's become very complex. And I don't think a lot of people are educated fully on it. Um, and so it's very messy out there, Nolan. And I and and we talked about this in one of our last segments. That's why a lot of comp some companies are like, if we can't do it right or whatnot, we're not going to do it at all. And we're going to stop talking about all these things internally, et cetera. Now, do I think the DEI effort should go away? Absolutely not. Yeah, it's it's a really tough one. Here's what I'll say is like, we clearly have data that, especially for later stage companies, uh, diversity leads to better business outcomes, for sure. Um, but if you talk to a lot of executive recruiters, uh, and these are the people that are really plugged in that like know what's happening inside of companies, one of the sound bites that you'll hear from them over the course of the last five to eight years is when a founder opens a role, one of the qualifications at the very top of the list is this person must be insert gender or insert race. And that's where it, it gets to be this like, you know, well, we don't have a diverse team. And so this hire must be that. And, you know, it becomes a, is that the right conversation we should be having? And I'll take a quick step back. So uh, in 2017 at DoorDash, um, we invited uh, Dr. Drell from Stanford on site for an all hands. And Dr. Drell was the first woman to be the head of the engineering school at Stanford. And mm -hmm. um, I, was, I was asking a bunch of questions because uh, I was really curious about her experience and specifically how she thought about diversity on her teams. And I asked about quotas and I'll never forget her response, which was, I hire the best people for the role 
and I don't set quotas. And part of the reason why is, of course, I want the best person in the seat. But if I did hire somebody from an underrepresented background and they knew that I had a quota associated with it, they would always wonder if I hired them just because of their race or their ethnicity versus because they were the best person for the job. And that's always stuck with me. And I feel like that conversation has not allowed to have been had over the course of the last five or so years. And it does feel like just in human nature in general, we swing this pendulum. And the pendulum was very much on the the side of like quotas, uh, diversity is the only thing that matters. If you don't have it, yeah. we're like going to come for you and we're going to cancel you. To now it feels like it's swinging like the exact opposite direction, which is like throw the baby out with the bathwater. I do think it will find some sort of equilibrium, but I don't know where, I don't know when and where that's going to happen. Yeah, I, I love that story, that example, Nolan, because I think at least from from my experience the past over the you know recent years we've really only talked about that example and doing those things from like the process owner's perspective right from the people running these processes and coming up with these rules whatever they may be you know to to the intended outcome but i love flipping the script and actually getting the feeling from the underrepresented group and those folks themselves and how that actually makes them feel yeah. Because if someone said like this, this hire must be um, gay, right? I'll just pick myself because I'm gay. I'm gay. This this hire must be gay. The, I'm assuming they're doing that for good intentions. It's not like, right. but it's just the wrong message. And if you ask the people that that is trying to help and tend to help, I'd be like, that is not helpful. I, I, I literally probably wouldn't take the job because of exactly what you just said. Am well, the I the best here people feel that way? X. Yeah. The, the best people, right. the first right. principle is meritocracy. It's like, I want the job because I'm the best person for the job. I don't want the job because I'm just another number in your quotas game. Uh, yeah. Like, I just, I yeah. don't think that that's the best way to go about things. Now, at the same yeah. time, you know, I, I've had these conversations many times inside a company, which is like, well, what gets measured gets managed. And it's, it's just so tough when you're dealing with people that like, I just, I don't know if humans are really good at being like, well, yeah, like we're, we are a number. And like, I, it feels very, maybe the, maybe the thing I'm trying to say is like, it feels yeah. in its current I mean, version, very tribal. And I don't think like tribal mm -hmm. is the way that we unify. I feel like that's actually the way that we separate into our own groups. Mm. And that's where it feels like it's been going. I don't know what your take is on that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, we've talked about this before. I tend to, because I, 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 I can get kind of wrapped up in my own brain, and it's very complex, and my brain will go to complex places, and I'll just get kind of lost. It's, and that's what I think a lot of people. It's very, it's a very big ball of twine, and I think the freight train has gotten away from us a little bit on this. So where I go back to, we talked about this with performance reviews. Why, why the hell? Why, why, why are we doing this? What do we care yeah. about? right? Belonging, safety, belonging, safety, inclusion, diversity, right? Diversity is kind of like on the hiring side, representation, belonging, inclusion, right, is, is on the cultural side. How can we architect things across those four buckets that work for everyone? Black people, white people, gay people, straight people, like 
how can we we do that that works for everyone? Because right now, depending on where you sit, right, white men are like, well, now I'm being discriminated against, right? So it's it's causing something that I don't think anyone intended. Um, and so how do we start creating things that are more inclusive of everybody? And I don't think a quota does that. Doing, doing nothing probably doesn't do that. If 98% of your engineering team is white men, clearly right. you should change something. But does that, does it mean you got to put a certain quota on a job spec? I don't think so. That's like I, the pendulum I know. going all the way. I, and that's, that's, this is why it's such a tough topic. This is also why I think people don't talk about it because it feels like there's only bad outcomes. Like, if well, you people don't are do scared it, to talk about it. For sure. But They're if you don't do anything. scared to talk about it because they don't say something wrong. Well, yeah. But if you don't do anything, you know, we've seen this happen at every large tech company. Like the freight train runs away and then the company has no diversity. Yes. If you start putting yes. in programs in place, those programs often feel very tribal. Uh, they feel less about meritocracy than they do about specific race, gender, or sexual orientation. And so it, it like, I don't know if there's a good answer here. I don't know if anyone has done this well. Um, what I do know is, is that we are figuring it out. Like as a, as a society, yes, we are trying to figure out like, how does this work within companies at work? And yeah. I think the more yes. authentic we can be, that we don't actually have the answers, that we're trying to do the right things for the business and for the people, I think that it'll just lead to these better conversations versus what I've seen in the last five to eight years, which is this is the way it needs to be. And if it's not this way, we're going to cancel you. Like that just that conversation doesn't work anymore. And that's why yes. I think you're seeing such a strong pendulum shift the other direction. Yes. Um, the worst thing that I think anyone can do is an all or nothing approach. I'm not doing anything because I don't know, or I'm scared of saying something wrong or doing something wrong or the other side. We know all the answers. This is what we're doing. This thing is never going to be done. Humans <laughs> evolve. We all, everything's changing. Things ha sure. like there's no done. There's no right. Um, and you're, you're one of the biggest people that preaches this is iteration and experiments. The yeah. best thing that people can do right now is always fucking talk about it, which we don't. I myself am guilty of that. I mean, talk about it more. Talk about it with different groups. I love affinity groups. I do. I also think that affinity groups should have, even if it's a rotation, a mixed group where they have to have, you know, all different folks inside of there. Because usually it's the underrepresented groups themselves that are that are creating, running putting effort into these things. And I don't agree with that. I think it should be shared. And I think that that companies should build it with everyone else in the company, whether that's a group or rotation, talking about it. Usually it's like a small group that's building these things. It should be inclusive, no pun. And that does take time. It does take effort. And I think that's a big blocker for folks. But we're just we're just missing something around it, and I do think that we we might be back alienated more than bringing together, which is the opposite of the intention. Yeah, what I'm learning from this conversation, Kelly, is like one. I think we need to have a DEI expert on the show, and I want to I want to learn how they're thinking about this moment versus the way that yeah. they were thinking about it a few years ago. 
Um, and then I think too, you, you just said it so perfectly, which is like, there's never going to be a done. We should be honest that we don't really know what's going to happen and frame the, the test as experiments as like, Hey, let's just test this thing out. Let's like report back on what worked and what didn't work and continue to iterate and get better. And then three. Yeah. I think we got to talk about what hasn't worked. And a lot of the stuff that was pushed for the last five to eight years has not worked. If you look at the numbers, it has not worked and it has alienated a huge portion of the folks that used to be allies. And, and now they're, they're wondering like, well, what tent do I belong to now as someone who thinks that they're an ally, but doesn't agree that we should just throw meritocracy out the window. So um, I, 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 I love these conversations, Kelly. I appreciate that you and I can have them. Yeah. I hope we can be a model for the rest of the world that like, yeah, these things are tough, but we should talk about them. We should be intellectually yeah, honest that there's not really yeah. a right answer here. Yeah, I, I appreciate it too. And we're not all going to say the right things all the time, right? That that's, that's half the battle here is just like, I'm sure I said something that like, we're not going to know everything perfectly, say everything perfectly. Everyone's learning all the time, which is why this is never going to end. You know, back in 2016, when I was at Hired, we had a DEI lead and she left and went to Facebook. She was great. And I remember standing in front of the company after she left and I announced to them that we're not backfilling her. And I got, why? We're not done. You don't care about it. It's like, no, this should be in the fabric of what we do cross everything we do owned by all of us. The easy answer is to hire set that traditionally is underrepresented themselves. Great. Yeah. Checkbox done. That's like, I think, I think for me, the utopia, which, you know, I love a good utopia is one day there are no more DEI experts hired into these companies. And I also used to say, I can't wait for the day. <laughs> Maybe it's a hundred years from now where there are no more race-based bubbles. Everyone's like two or more races. <laughs> it's all gone. Because, you know, <laughs> the, the world evolved. So, you know, and you got to keep some of these things light or else it gets just too overwhelming. It's it's so tough. And look, like we want to hear from the audience. Part of the reason we started this show was to have these conversations. I'm sure that this made some people uncomfortable. Candidly, both Kelly and I are uncomfortable having the conversation because it just isn't. It's just not out there. Nobody's actually really talking about this from an authentic, we don't know perspective. It's all of like the stuff that people say that they, and they don't know shit. Like nobody knows anything on this topic. We're just all trying to figure it out. So let us know what you all think. We appreciate uh, you guys listening to us and, and helping us figure out, you know, just our own thoughts as we go through it. So let us know what you all think. Looking forward to hearing your feedback on this one. Thanks everyone. Hey everybody, your co-host Nolan here. High performance and great culture should never be at odds. They're better together. With Lattice People Management Platform, companies efficiently run people programs that create enviable cultures where employees want to do their best work. Serving thousands of customers of all sizes globally, Lattice helps everyone work better together. Learn why companies from Slack to the LA Dodgers choose Lattice. Visit Lattice.com slash HR Heretics today. That's Lattice, L-A-T-T-I-C-E dot com. Have you ever had a negative experience hiring an executive? I certainly did at Carta and DoorDash, and that's why I started Continuum, the modern AI-powered executive search firm. Continuum connects executives and senior operators to venture-backed tech companies for fractional and full-time roles. 
You could post any executive level role to Continuum's marketplace and search through our database of world-class experienced leaders. Continuum will intelligently surface your opportunity to relevant operators. They'll express interest and show up in your inbox. It's like magic. There's no platform fee or hidden cost. You only pay the person you hire and you can cancel at any time. If you're thinking about hiring an exec in the middle of a search right now or don't know how to solve a problem, I get it. Scaling is hard. Companies like Athletic Greens, Weights and Biases, Masari, and more than 100 other tech companies have turned to Continuum for help solving their people ops, go-to-market, engineering, and finance challenges. So check out Continuum in the description below. Ping me on LinkedIn if you have any questions or head to joincontinuum.com.